What's up, everybody? This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Jungle Television. Jungle Television is creating gourmet art and streetwear, drawn and screen printed by hand here in Portland, Oregon. This dude, Alex, is making some of my favorite designs. His uh, clothing is heavy in my rotation. If you need jackets, shirts, prints, Jungle Television has got you covered. And uh, if you use the code DCP at checkout, you can get 20% off of your next Jungle Television order. So I'll put all those links in the episode notes so you can keep up with Jungle Television. And I appreciate Alex and his support for the podcast and for creating some of the dopest t-shirts in my closet. Let's start the episode. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program. Once again, if this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And if you want to help support this thing in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, giving the podcast five stars if you feel like it is deserving of so. And that will help propel this thing into the tops of the iTunes charts, which will give it more visibility and help strangers find the podcast, give the artists more exposure that are coming on the show, and uh, just a great way to contribute to the sustainability of this thing. So appreciate the hell out of the folks that have already taken the time to do that. You can find the podcast on Spotify now if you want to follow it there. And you can also check out the monthly playlist that I've been putting out every first of the month since uh, November of 2020. So there's a few up there now. You can give those a follow if you're if you're digging those. Share those up, featuring all kinds of different music on the on the playlist. Very spread out genre wise. So thanks to everybody that's been checking out those. And there's the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel, which has got a bunch of live performances and in-studio performances, so you can check that out as well. Dan Cable Presents mugs are available. That link is on my Instagram on the link tree there, and I'll put it in the episode notes as well, so you can check out the mugs. And uh, should be dropping that shirt, hopefully, very soon as well, so look out for that. And I'll put all the links in the episode notes so you can keep up with that hope everybody is uh hanging tough out there lots of craziness going on weather wise all over the country um texas just really really taking a beating and uh so hope everybody is uh is hanging in there we had a pretty gnarly four days here in portland oregon big snowstorm maybe the uh the heaviest that i've seen in the eight years that I've been here, I know people that haven't had power for a week now. And uh, so I'm grateful that I was able to uh, hang out in a spot that maintained power the whole time. And uh, wild shit going on. But uh, stoked to be here with you once again. And we got episode 242 in store for you. 
retro champ making his return to the podcast. Um, this dude came on the podcast at the end of summer, back in September, and uh, he's out of St. Louis. And we had a really great chat the first time he came on. Um, first first opportunity to, to chat with that dude was on the mics and uh, really enjoyed the talk that we had. And uh, he reached out recently and told me he had this new single that's dropping on February 26th, which we are going to premiere at the end of this episode. It's called 90, so stay tuned for that. We're going to jump into the episode here momentarily, but uh, just another really insightful raw chat with Retro Champ and just cannot say enough good things about how uh how kind and uh warm this dude is and just uh just really appreciate his vulnerability and um as we we talked a lot about mental health during this episode so uh excited to share this one if you dig what you hear from the music that I'm going to feature from from Retro Champ, please give him a follow wherever you're listening to music and uh, follow him on Instagram and all the socials. I'll put the links in the episode notes, like I said. But I uh, wanted to shake things up a little bit this time since uh, Retro and I kind of you know dove into his music history last time he was on, so I thought it would be fun to uh, to have him hit me with a bunch of tracks that he's been digging lately and maybe some music that uh, had been inspiring him lately. So uh, he sent me over some tracks, a couple artists I knew, a couple I didn't. So it was cool getting exposed to some new music here. And uh, we we just hung out and we, we talked and we listened to some music in between. So uh, that's what's uh, in store for you with this episode. 242 coming at you retro champ back on the podcast like i said all those links will be in the episode notes and uh you know talking a lot about mental health on this this episode and i would just encourage you if you're you're struggling out there to try to find that strength and dig deep to uh reach out to somebody close to you or uh you know tap into a hotline I'll put the uh I'll put the link to one in the episode notes if you're if you're dealing with some shit out there, you know. It's it's uh it's heavy stuff, but it's it's better when you have people to go through it with. So reach out, man. Let people know that that you love them, the people that are close to you. And uh this is my chat with Retro Champ. We're going to kick the episode off with a track off of Retro's FYI EP, which came out last year. This one's called Lord Have Mercy. Let's do the damn thing. One day I wanna ride in my city with the top down. All my arm is a PYT. Tiny chip, I need TLC. And my GD Weedies, I'm a queen. Be the best by any means, even though niggas try to plot a scheme. I know that man that can't play a role in my life, bound and try to cause a scene. Fuck you, mean. I'm a threat. I'm on a grinding for my respect. You went to Nigga, please, but here I go, making moves with my kids, folks. So when I win, family matters. 
Champ is back. Yo, yo. <laughs> Good to have you uh, back on the podcast, man. It's um, We talked like six months ago, I guess, uh, back in September. I was... Yeah, man. Yeah, it was... First of all, I'm glad you're back on this show, because I really do like this show a lot. I like what you do, and I, I respect what you do. And yeah, last time we talked, we talked about confidence. Right. Yeah. We talked about confidence, and that's when like FY came out, like a little bit after that, yep. before the, yep. before. Absolutely, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's it's been a yeah, man. Ever since then, it's just it's been different. The the ride's been different ever since you know what I'm saying FY came out and confidence, things have shifted for the for the best, you know. Um, and now we just we just moving forward at this point. And I'm ready to move forward. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for real. Because, like I said, I really enjoyed uh, that everybody enjoyed confidence. I enjoyed the type of buzz that was getting behind it. So, yeah, man. I uh, I was listening back to our our chat from then um, today, just kind of preparing to talk to you again and. Yeah, I enjoyed a lot of the the things that we touched upon last time and um one of the things that is like really stuck with me that I've talked about even in other podcasts since talking to you is uh that roller coaster jam of yours and that specific that specific line of uh making peace songs but my mind and spirit don't get along. And I think about that quite often oh yeah man it's it so like the line with that like pretty much what that meant was like i make a lot of songs that deal with helping people you know what i'm saying but it's like i make a lot of them songs but i battle with myself constantly so it's like how does that sound for me to make songs for people to to help them when I can't even get myself right. You know what I'm saying? Right. My mind spirit battles constantly. So it's just it's just one of the things where it's like I'd rather help people and you know what I'm saying, try to figure out my own stuff. Like I'm trying to figure out my own stuff, but it's like I'd rather 
sacrifice my well-being so that the person on the other side can get their help. Because, like, I want them to feel better about themselves. I don't ever want them to feel that they're worthless or that, you know what I'm saying, they can't do what they want to do because of other things in life that are trying to prevent them from doing it. So it's like, no, I'd rather you go out here and try to be the best you as possible than for you to be like, I failed, I can't do it. There's no way uh, possible for me to do it. It's like, nah, you can do it as long as you put your like, best foot forward, for real. But that's pretty much how I felt about roller coaster. And plus, I was in a really dark place at that time when I wrote the song because I was just getting out the hospital for uh, for suicide watch. So pretty much when I wrote that song, it was like literally me just getting out of it. And I, it was just a dark place that I was in. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was crazy. Like that whole song was just really me talking and getting my emotions out. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh like I said, that's something that's uh stuck with me since we we talked and since I got familiar with your music is is just uh some of those some of those themes, you know, touching on some some heavy subject matter and um you know, I can it was like I, I think I mentioned last time we talked, it was just kind of easy to tell that, you know, this stuff came from like an authentic, deep place from your end. So um, and that vulnerability is just like an undeniable thing. So. Um, so, like, what do you. What What is good for you to like tap in to the positivity, you know, and, and like, what, what has it been like for you to like have to reckon with your own internal battles? Um, for real, what I do is, is just like, I listen to like influences of mine. Um, but for the most part, like, I just, I just try to pray as much as I can. Like, even if it's small, it's like, I just try to, I don't know, man. It's like, I just try to, I try to pray myself out of situations, even though I feel like sometimes I don't know if it's working. Um, But like, I just, I try to pray myself out of situations or like I said, I listen to different music that I feel that can help me in a time where I can get myself to be back to where I need to be. And that's why I feel like music is an outlet. Like I either write or I listen to it, but I mostly write because that's just that's just me. Because it's an outlet to me to explain how I'm feeling at that time, or you know, say just express myself. Period. So like, anytime, anytime I get into a funk or in a mood or anything, it's like if I have an instrumental that I'm really feeling, or somebody sends me something that I'm just like really intrigued by, I just either start writing to it or I try to just make something out of it so that, you know, my headspace would be clear again. Definitely, man. So do you find that if you go for a while without writing or expressing yourself in some, you know, creative way like that, that you, you start to fall into a funk pretty quickly and that it's it's super important for you to kind of have, like, put those reps in, even if it's just for, you know, the exercise of writing? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of important for me to do because it's like, it's a lot of things that I, I worry about daily. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have to keep myself on the up and up because if I don't, then I'll, I'll, I'll slowly fall back into that. But, um, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just when you, when you keep yourself grounded and you keep yourself focused and driven on what's important and what you like to do or what you love, you know what I'm saying? You won't fall back into that place. So it's like, <clears throat> I love hip hop to death. Like, uh, I was talking to my mom about it and I was talking to a couple of other people about it. It's just like, this is what I love to do. Like, I love making music. I love writing. I love like certain melodies. Like, I just love everything about hip hop as a, as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I eat, sleep, and breathe this. Like this is what I do. So when when people be like, "Well, what drives you?" It's like <laughs> music drives me because like it's not just about making it anymore for me. Like I don't want to do the same thing over and over every day. I rather do music every day. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what makes me happy in life. And that's what I feel would keep me grounded and keep me going. You know, like, that's just how I feel about that. Yeah, just fucking helps you map out the world. And, and uh, yeah, no, I get, I get it, man. I think that's also, like, a powerful place for you to get to, you know, when you recognize that, like, hey, I just really want to do this. And it's, it's not really necessarily about monetizing it and figuring out how to make money. Like, it would be great if I could figure out how to eat off of my art. That would be dope. But, like, ultimately, I'm going to keep doing this because it makes me feel good. It's good for my psyche. You know, it's it's probably good for the people around me when I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of my best self when I'm putting the energy into this. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know what I'm saying? Money, the money of it is always going to be great. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I do want to make money doing it. Like, yeah. who doesn't want to make money doing it? But it's like, you know what I'm saying? If if I don't impact the people, like, I'd rather impact 50,000 people, 100,000 people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go on tour where it's hundreds of people and then there's thousands of people. Like, listen to me and them understanding that they're not alone, that they have somebody they can listen to and that they can relate or understand. You know what I'm saying? They, like, they can come to me after shows and talk to me about their problems. We can sit down and just talk for hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the type of artist that I am. Like, I don't ever want to gain a fan and for them to be like, well, Retro don't talk to us. It's like, <laughs> I do. Like, I will definitely talk to you. Like, if I tour and then, like, we have meet and greets, it's like, okay, cool. Like, how long is it? Well, it's an hour. Okay, well, we'll do an hour meet and greet here. But then after the show, it's like, if they want to talk to me, we can. As long as, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it's about the connection. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people miss is, like, the connection that you have with your fans is the best thing because people need people. Oof. Like, 
people need people. Like I, I, I need somebody. Like they need somebody. Like I need NS music, or I need Hopson's music, and then there's somebody out there that might be like, I need Retro's music. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a cycle. Right. And I think a lot of artists forget that when they when they make it big time and they start making money, they forget about the connection with the people who who gave you what you have. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with me, I feel like that um it's more about the connection than the other stuff behind it. Of course, like I said, the other stuff behind it, it is is great. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's things that we all want. It's things that we all desire when we were on the come up anyway. But it's like, if you don't have that connection with your fans or the people that, you know, supporting you, then how, like, what, what are you doing it for? Right. You know, like, that's just how I feel. Yeah, like, man. That's I, how I feel as an artist. Yeah. And I would, uh, I I would assume you know, with what you've been through and and uh, your your mental health struggles that like community is ideal. So it's cool that like you want to frame it kind of in that way, and like that's your vision for it is like, yeah, I I want to like fucking make music and I want to eat off of it, but I also just like really would love to build this community of people that feel like they have somebody around them to reach out to yeah like you can never be too big for somebody hmm. you can never be too big for somebody now there may be days where you are busy you know what i'm saying and you can't contact everybody like like you want but you're never too big to be like i can take my time the time out of my day to respond back to people that really love me and care about me. Because regardless of what some of these MCs or artists think, these fans that they have really do care about them. Like, if they go through it, they feel like they're going through it because of how the connection is. So it's like, if I have a problem the fans feel like, oh, we got the same problem too. Like, we have a problem if you have a problem. And that's what I want. Like, I want a fan base where it's like, we all are connected to each other. We all love each other. Like, because, like I said, that's just what it is. Like, that's just, that's just something that I, I feel like is needed. You know, because these days people just on pure hatred and pure, like, they don't care. It's like they just don't care. They, just, they got a whole lot. I don't give a shit. Well, there's people out here that actually really care about certain things and, and they want to talk about it. So it's like with me, you know, with my music, regardless, regardless if I'm talking to you about a mental health issue or I'm sharing a story or we just having a good time, we turn it up like, like with 90. You know what I'm saying? It's like I want you to, to feel good and enjoy yourself. And to understand that regardless of what goes on in life, that you can be yourself, that you can love yourself, and that you can be the most elite person that you can be because you're on this earth for a reason. There's no reason why you're not on this earth. You're on this earth for a reason. Everybody has a purpose. And 
I believe that everybody should tap into their purpose so that they can be happy in their own way. Hell yeah. I'm with it, man. I'm fucking with it. For sure, man. Like, that's, just, that's just how I was always felt. That's how I, I've always felt that everybody has a purpose here. You know what I'm saying? That that they love to <clears throat> do whatever that they feel like their heart desires to do. You know? And if you have that desire, go for it. Don't be scared of it. Hmm. Because if you don't go for it, then what? Yeah, man. I mean, the if I've if I've learned anything, it's definitely that there seems to be a magic that exists when you kind of lean into the unknown and go after those things that are that maybe like feel uncomfortable and like whether it's confronting something or just like tackling something you know that you really wanted to go after for a long time or something like that you know there's uh seems to be a great deal of of power in that and one of the things i really also love about your music is that there's there's a really cool balance of you know positivity and hype but also touching on a lot of heavy shit as well you know some of the the themes that we've been talking about throughout this conversation and the previous one we had and uh yeah i just appreciate how you're able to like maintain that balance and then when you step into the positivity realm of things it doesn't feel like super cheesy to me you know it feels good Some people, some people like when they try to say that they're about positivity, they push it in a way where it's like they're trying to, they're doing it out of, it's like they're not doing it for nobody. Mm. They're not even like, they're not doing it for no, they're they're doing it (laughs) because they want to make themselves feel big. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they're not doing it because these people actually need this. Like, they're doing it because it's like, well, I think my image would be better if I did it. No. Like, if you don't have a genuine passion for people and and, and a love for people, then how are you going to sit here and try to draw draw out a map of, well, this is how I'm going to do the positivity thing on this. this It's like, it's a gimmick to you. I don't think this is a gimmick to Like, I don't do these type of things like with music for a gimmick it's like that's not it like I do it because I understand how people are like in today's society there are a lot of people my age younger and even older we all have have an issue with depression anxiety like anger and and, and all these other type of things that we don't really talk about like yeah, There's man. a lot of things we just don't discuss and that we just need to start touching on. And if we touch on them more and start talking about them more, the more free people will be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think a lot of people just trying to use that to build themselves up and it looks corny as hell because they, they got no passion behind it. There's no, there's no realness behind it. When I say something on wax that has to do something with depression, anxiety, or anything of that matter, whether it's a story of mine or it's me talking to somebody, it's real, it's genuine, it, it, it's going to never come off as, man, he's just awesome. Man. <laughs> no, it's not. 
it's not like that with me, man. And I, I, I refuse to go that route. So, yeah, yeah. anything I do is going to be authentic, man. Yeah, man. It doesn't, it doesn't feel fake at all. And I think you're right about, you know, what you said just as, as far as it, you know, it seems that most people are dealing with, uh, it's just like part of the human experience now that you deal with some sort of maybe depression at some point in your life or maybe some anxiety and maybe it's not everybody. And, uh, you know, but, but it's me like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in that, that category, you know, mental health shit like runs, runs deep in my family. And, uh, like it's definitely something that, uh, I reckon with, um, and have to, uh, you know, figure out ways to manage those things. It's not always like a significant thing. Sometimes, you know, it's waves, man. It's, uh, sometimes it's easy and feels like, uh, you're just kind of cruising. And then sometimes there's those, uh, three or four day funks where it's just, everything feels overwhelming and there's just, it feels like everything is noise and it's like really hard to like get a grip on things again. And, uh, like like yourself man like yourself i the fucking music i feel like has has saved me time and time again you know and uh has i i feel like my records have become like my scriptures in some way you know it's like i i think those are important as any like spiritual text you know that you can pick up is like a record collection and all these different perspectives of like you know, people tapping into vulnerability and speaking about what they're going through and whatnot. But then also the flip side of it where there's just instrumental music and it kind of just like allows you to just like feel through things and like really develop your own narrative for stuff because it's also easy to like get caught up in lyrics and get caught up in other people's truths too. So yeah, man, that your music speaks to me in that way for sure. I appreciate that, man. I really do. Like, I'm glad that my music, um, it, it, it helps you and it's saving you from 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 certain despair, and it, it makes me really happy for real because um, it, nobody could have told me years ago that that my music would help. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the the fact that my mission is to help and that you're telling me it's helping, that 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 makes me feel good and that makes me feel like, okay, it, this is really happening. You know what I'm saying? It's really, really real and it's 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 helping. You know what I'm saying? Like the music is helping, so it, it makes me feel good. And I'm I'm glad, man. I I really, really am glad. And I'm glad that you told me that for real. Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's real, you know? Um, so I thought it would be cool if, if, uh, for this particular, uh, this particular episode, you know, since we kind of dove into your music history last time and how you got into music, I thought maybe you, uh, you could turn me on to some tunes that, uh, that have been inspiring you and, and stuff that's just been, uh, you know, things that you've been really digging lately so uh let's talk about this kenny mason 
song that you sent, which is called Metal Wings, off the Angelic Hood Rat record. Metal Wings, man, this is uh I figure we I figure we go in heavy to kick off this playlist. Yeah, okay. That's a heavy track. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is definitely I I feel like when I when I put this song on and I listened to it, I understood why you liked it a lot because I remember last time we talked, you talking to me just like you enjoying a lot of different music and how, you know, your brother was like a metal head and you were exposed to a lot of metal music growing up. Yeah, and yep, yep. you know, as well as all the hip hop. So I feel like I totally understood why you enjoyed this so much, but this song's a trip, man. It's a uh, there's so many different genres that it covers. Like it's Kenny it's, Mason is a very interesting, interesting artist. Like I like Kenny Mason personally, and I would love to work with bro. Because you know, what I'm saying even though we're around the same age, it's like I, I look up to him in a way because he's he's developing a sound that a lot of people can't do. So it's like. He's bringing that to the industry. He's bringing it in the game, and it's just like, oh, this is different, and this is really, really good. So I really like Kenny Mason. He's he's definitely, he's definitely something for real. And he's out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Was it Mechanicsville? He's from Mechanicsville, Georgia. He, like he's from the same area where T.I. was from. Like that's crazy. So. Yeah, I was reading this interview with him and he was talking about how the words come really easy for him, but it's like the production and tweaking all those sounds to be the correct thing for, you know, the beats and everything is like where he, you know, really puts in a lot of time or the struggle a lot of the time is is more on that side than his lyrics. He went on live one time and... uh he was he was actually in the middle of finishing a record and they were like he they were they was playing the lyrics or whatever and he was doing he was talking to the producer uh about the sounds he was like he's like no I need to sound like something 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 but the way he uh explained it was so like it's like you couldn't, you you wouldn't be able to understand it, but the producer knew exactly what he was saying when he said, "Hey, can you do it like this?" Like, it's that type of stuff to me. I'm just like, it's special because there are certain things that he says in 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 the studio where it's like, you know, he's really, really working hard. He's really trying to perfect this sound of his. Like, this is his sound. Like. Whatever he feels like this is, it's got to be this. Like, he's got to feel it. He, he uh, there's another artist like that from St. Louis named Nando. Nando STL is like that. We, and, I, yeah. and I feel how he is. He, me and him do the same thing as Kenny. Like, we speak in colors. Hell like, yeah. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't know exactly what it is, but it's like, we just speak in colors for you to understand it. And if we hear him, he's like, that's it right there. That's exactly how we want it. So Kenny's very special because he speaks in color. So yeah, like he speaks in <laughs> a different language. Agreed. And uh, you turned me on to the Nando stuff after we talked last time. I asked you, you know, like who else is out there from St. Louis? 
and I listen to the Nando stuff like pretty regularly in my rotation. Uh, I think I threw it on like one of my monthly playlists as well. Wow. I, that dude's dope. Uh, love to wow. love to have him. Love to have him yeah. on the on the cast sometime for sure. Um, yeah, man, you can definitely hit up man on this year. Actually, it's crazy. I'm gonna be going to Chicago with him this weekend. Um, I'll definitely get you in contact with him. He's really, really cool. He's down to do whatever as far as, you know what I'm saying, podcast, things like that. Um, there's a few other artists for St. Louis I would definitely recommend. Um, Tomo is another one for sure. Um, this girl named uh, Ada Ade, she's incredible. Like, her voice is very, very incredible. But, yeah, definitely Nando STL is uh, – yeah, he 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 is something different too. Yeah, he's very very different. Yeah, really yeah. really fucking good tune. I'm glad you listened to him, man. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I, for sure. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, like I said, there's a couple of those tracks that are like in my regular rotation and in my my yeah, iTunes library story. now. He's got a story to tell. Yeah, just a killer voice, <laughs> killer That's voice too. So, oh yeah. So. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Shout out Nando STL, man. Shout out to bro. Absolutely, Nando. Come on the come on the show, man. Come on the show. <laughs> Let's get into this uh Kenny Mason track. Metal Wings off the Angelic Hood Rat record. I think God is a dog, a bitch, tongue hanging out. Cause your squad, a lick when my grandma died. She took my heart, it's split. Now I am the light. In the dark, it's lit. I want everything, every motherfucking thing. I was 17. Auntie put me on the street, and I met a queen in the belly of the beast. And I barely had a thing in my belly. I ain't eat big metal wings in my back. Now they growing back, devil wings. Ever since that, Scotty killed the strap every day. Send my partner, lost his mama. He ain't been the same. When I'm alone, I don't give a fuck about anything. They know I'm second to no one. I want your breakfast and your lunch. I don't need seconds for no one. I know they capping they records. I don't respect where they come from. I know the fake from the real. By the way that it feels. Yeah. Hanging in the wind, and I can't win. Count it up again, big dog. I can't breathe again. Feel it in my hands. Count it up again, big dog. Hanging in the wind, and I can't win. Count it up again. We ain't picked up the fit for you lit. Louis was silk off the real I flip. Thug it on the net, fuck that. Where you at? I'ma give respect from the three to the deck. I'm straight from Camelton, race with animals. Niggas got sticks like candles in my sight. Janitors, bro, I'm God. If it jam on you, I'll be praying for you. Hope it only hit the skin on you. If it land on you, big dog. Hanging in the wind, and I can't win. Count it up again, big dog, dog. I can breathe again, feel it in my hands. Count it up again, big dog. Hanging in the wind, and I can't win. Count it up again, big dog, dog. I can breathe again, feel it in my hands. Count it up again. Big 
I like I like the that breakdown at the end of that song. It's like a pop punk song all of a sudden. And that one just a huge yeah, instrumental dude, break. He, bro, it's it's a it's a couple songs where he, he just blows my mind with that. But I don't know what I don't know what they do in that studio, but they're they are just who who we it's, it's crazy in there. I wanna sit in the session. I said I don't even want to record, I just wanna sit in his session. Yeah, it's cool because on that particular track. Like up until it gets to that big instrumental break um, that I was talking about, you you aren't sure like if there's real drums yet. But when that part comes in, you can tell there's you know it's a full band. There's a real there's a real drummer on the kit. You know you can feel it in the recording. Um, yeah, this song tripped me out, dude. Just like it it starts in this place and you think it's one thing and it just continues to be like this progressive thing that you can never like really wrap your head around. And like I said, it touches on so many genres. So this was, this was definitely, uh, new to me. I didn't know Kenny Mason before, uh, you turning me on to oh, him. Yeah. So, so it's weird how I found him. It's weird. So like people don't think this is real and I don't know how people don't think this is real, but YouTube is a thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> So I was on, <laughs> so I was on YouTube, and um, it said recommended, mm-hmm. and it was a song called "Hit." Like Kenny Mason's biggest song right now is "Hit," and uh, I clicked on it, and I was like, "Hey, this dude raw. Like, wait a minute, he raw. Like he's really, really, really good." So I followed him on Instagram. And I start following his journey, and when he was like, he was about to drop an album, I'm like, okay. Now, normally, when I hear one song, it's crazy dope. Then I follow the artist, and then the album come out on the EP, and it just be completely garbage. It's like, you got that one song, and everything else is just like, eh. Like, okay. Kenny Mason blew my mind with that whole entire hood rat, angelic hood rat project. Like the whole project blew me away. And I was just like, you know what? 2021, he's take he he is going to be huge. When I say huge, I mean huge because there's nobody that's doing completely what he's doing. Now, there's some people that do, like, trap metal and stuff like that, but it's like, what he's doing and how he's bending it, I... Mm-mm. mm that's, that's just completely different. It's out... It's out the ballpark. Like, you've... I've never heard nothing this raw like this. I've never heard metal be completely metal, but it, it's bending in the hip-hop. Yeah. Like all at once. Like and then he can switch from from that to to hip hop and be on a song with Jid and and IDK. It's like the dude is it. Like there's there's nothing else to say besides dude is just completely sick. He's versatile. Very versatile. Absolutely, man. I'm gonna have to dive deeper into that record and the the rest of his music because yeah, like I said, I thought I thought that track was pretty pretty impressive just from the the progressive standpoint. Like it's pretty Oh yeah. It's pretty far out there. So, um 
Mm-hmm. Like, also, right after we talked last time, you did that Linkin Park cover collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, pretty much, um, <clears throat> the guy that did does all my videos, uh, JT Ibanez, shout out to him. Uh, he came up with an idea, he hit me up, he was like, yo, I have an idea for the YouTube channel. Um, I'm gonna be doing like covers, like I'm gonna do videos, but I'm gonna have you guys do cover songs of whatever band or whatever that you guys want to do. But it's gonna be with all the people that I met in the industry only, like no new outsiders, all my friends, and we just, you know, just do covers and we just gonna put it on my YouTube channel. I'm like, all right, cool. He, I was like, I was like, that way you can, you know, promote yourself too as a as a videographer, so people will know who you are too. Even though a lot of people know who he is, just you know, for more exposure. Right. He's like, yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> he brought me to this band in St. Louis called This Is Falling. I've never heard of This Is Falling before until he told me about them. They're badass too. I love This Is Falling. Shout out to them because I love them too. Like they're very, 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 very good. Um. And he brought me to, uh, who's not my friend, uh, Isaac. Isaac is a guitar player, also a singer in the band, This Is Falling. And he's an amazing, amazing dude. Uh, I had a really good time with him recording the song. And, you know what I'm saying, just being in the studio with him and his other bandmate, Sean, who was also... Uh, the engineer that I that I mess with, he's hella cool. And, you know, it's just it was nothing but good vibes from them. And we pretty much did this like your park song. He pretty like Isaac said he wanted to do uh in my head. I'm like, hey, let's do it. Like I'm with whatever. So I practiced the song and I love Lincoln Park. Like I grew up on Lincoln Park. So when they told when they asked me to do my Chanona, I was like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? And then they were talking about the, the presses that we were going to get behind me, try to get Lincoln Park to look at it and stuff like that. And I'm just like, man, if Mike Shinoda sees this, <laughs> I'm going to flip because I was nervous about it because I didn't know if he would see it. And if he did see it, then he think I nailed his part. So it was just a bunch of jitters and stuff. And we put it on Facebook, YouTube and everything else, but we put it on Facebook and we ran an ad behind it, of course, and the response was crazy. Like, people were just like, you guys nailed it. Like, it's, like, it's the best one that we've seen. And then other blogs start picking it up. I'm just like, wow. Like, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> so I had a really good time with that for real. Like, I had a really, really good time with it. And I also like rapping over, you know, rock beats like that. Like, I've always wanted to do that. So for that to happen, it was kind of a new thing for me. And I like that. I watch how the moon sits in the sky in the dark night. Shining from the light from the sun. And the sun is a give the light to the moon. Assuming the moon's going to all in one. It makes me think of how you act to me. You do favors and then rap and leave. Just tell them all to start asking me about things you want back from me. And I'm so sick of the tension, sick of the hunger, sick of you acting like I owe you this. Find another place. Well, 
Yeah, man, I was I was reading through some of the YouTube comments, and I did see that consistently that that was the best cover anybody had seen of of that jam. And um, yeah, I thought you guys killed it and did a really great job and gave it gave it like a you know its own feel to it. And yeah, you killing the fucking the Shinoda parts. So so even though like you were doing the Mike Shinoda parts of the song. Was it also like really cool for you? Like, you know, knowing the history at all of, of Chester's yeah. mental health battle and the, and the way that dude yeah. goes out, RIP. Um, they, they, um, people, people, when my guy got interviewed, people were constantly asking me about Chester and saying like, uh, how did I feel about, the mental health of Chester and how it was relatable to mine. And, um, I wish Chester would have talked to somebody. Like, I really did. Yeah. I wish Chester would have talked to somebody. And even if he did, I wish people would have listened. Like he was talking about it in his songs and I wish we would have heard him more and really had an intervention with him because um, I understood everything he was saying. Like, I really, really, really understood everything he was saying. From in the end, like, to bleed it out to nobody's listening like everything he was saying in songs I'm just like what the hell like I get I feel you like I feel what you're saying and then even when he died it hit harder because I'm just like he's been saying this for the past how many years and none of us is just like it's kind of odd, don't you think? Like, we none of us took the chance to be like, hey, we need to check on Chester because um, these lyrics are kind of dark and we get what he's going for, but is there something, like, deeper than that? It's like, is mm. there something wrong with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wish he would have took that time, man, because he deserves so much respect and so much love. It's ridiculous. And like I said, I I I was so happy and, and honored to do that song because I wish Chester was alive so he could hear it. And I wish I would have got the feedback from him too, just because his voice was amazing. Him as an artist was amazing. And just him as a person I've heard was just he's a phenomenal person. So Man, I miss Chester for real. Yeah, man. I'm I'm sure he would have been uh pretty fucking pumped about what you guys did and then also just, you know, knowing that you have some understanding of the battles, you know, of of the mental health, I'm sure I'm sure that would have made him feel good. Yeah. I really wish that uh me and him could have a conversation about it too. Like, I really wish we could have a conversation. 
because I understand him. For sure. Let's talk about this this Simba track that you sent me. Reality is. Yeah, Simba is another artist from the Bay Area that I think is like he unreal. Like he he's sick. Um, the song Reality Is it hits hard because he gave a whole reality check on on life. Most of us ain't going to make it rapping. Some of us ain't going to be playing ball. Some of us not going to be here tomorrow. Like, it, it makes sense. You know, like, he he writes. Some of us not going to make it in this game. Some of us not going to make it playing ball. Some of us not going to make it uh, trapping. Some of us not going to make it doing this. You know what I'm saying? That's just the reality. Like, it, that's, just, that's just life. You know what I'm saying? So... I felt Simba on that song. Like I like that song a lot. I like Simba as an artist too. Dude is really sick. Like the album that he just dropped as well was pretty hard. Yeah, absolutely. So I respect him. I respect that. Yeah, I I started uh, paying attention when when this record came out. Don't run from rap. I was it. it I think it came on a, a playlist or something, maybe like a new music playlist, and I was in pretty quickly and uh, have been kind of listening to that since it came out it's so weird how i found him too i found him on instagram it's the weirdest thing like i found him on instagram i was scrolling through the search like just the search little thing and he just popped up because he was i think he was on la leakers or some shit he mm-hmm. was doing a freestyle and the freestyle was blew me away i was like oh this is really sick so i just looked at his page on instagram he was about to drop an album i'm like Check him out too. His album was raw. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna follow Simba too because I like him. Yeah, I really do like him. Yeah, I love how like easy it is to tap in with somebody now. As soon as you you find something of somebody, you know, whether it's like if you're on Instagram or whatever, and you're just like scrolling through, and all of a sudden you stumble upon a new artist, you can immediately just like put it into your streaming service, your Spotify, your Apple Music, and find it right away. And even if you can't listen to it right then, you can add it for later. Like when you're going to listen to music and, you know, a little bit later and it's it's just sitting there for you, just that that connectivity is, uh, I think, is, is one of the fucking shining lights of the internet age with all the darkness that exists upon, like within it as well. Like that connectivity is pretty fucking great to be able to tap in like that. I think people need to give everybody, well, not everybody, but I think people need to give uh, artists a chance when they, when they like scrolling and shit and they just find something that looks dope. Give it a chance before you just be like, man, okay, and turn it off. Like, give it a chance, listen to it. If you like it, like, then if you like it, don't be scared to like. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, then okay, you didn't like it. But if you like it, don't be scared to like it. Because you never know if that person is really going to be like one of your favorite artists or not. So that's why I always be on, like, well, I'm on YouTube or even Instagram. But YouTube is where I find a lot of these artists at. And that's why my like, symbol just came out of nowhere. Uh, the other artist, uh, it's another artist too that just came out of nowhere on my Instagram. But that was because of somebody that I know personally. And he put it on his page. I'm just like, this is, this is really nice too. It's a bop. So, but um, yeah, nah, man. Uh, Simba is very underrated to me. Like he's hella underrated. 
And he's been around for a very long time, apparently. So for him to have this album and it go crazy like this, I'm like, man, you deserve it, bro. Because you've been you've been you've been fighting this battle for a minute, trying to get people to hear you. So I'm glad that he's getting the recognition that he's getting because dude is very nice. There's a couple other artists like him too, like Nick Grant, uh Annoyed. Like Annoyed is tired. Those artists Annoyed is tough. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just certain artists that I feel like need more recognition. So he's one of them. He's one of them. Hell yeah. This is uh Simba. Reality is off the don't run from rap record. I mean Sometimes you just gotta get truthful, honest. Niggas hate to hear the truth, but here it is. Life is never really what it seems. We expect more than we achieve. Plotting on another way to scheme. You trapping when you could have made the league. My nigga, everybody got a dream. But reality is, most of us ain't gonna make it rapping. Most of us ain't gonna make it trapping. Most of us ain't gonna make it playing ball. Somebody ain't gonna see tomorrow, but none of us is gonna be here as long as reality is. My mama told me I could do anything I imagined. My daddy told me I should do everything with a passion. My granny told me stay out them streets and don't get distracted. A nigga could couldn't wait to be grown and then it happened shit could you imagine if everything you saw for your future might never happen living in the past trying to justify all your actions feeling like you living for nothing and hustling backwards ready to flip a mattress it's funny how these battle scars tell off yeah they gonna tell the truth whether you well off or you fell off i seen so many puppies get a pound and turn big dog was quarterbacking back so they got sacked for a big loss you wasn't on your way game out here doing anything trying to find a bunch of different places you could place blame i know a bunch of people who fell victim to the same thing Cause talent take you places That character can't sustain And that's why Life is never really what it seems We expect more than we achieve Plotting on another way to scheme You trapping when you could've made the league My nigga, everybody got a dream But reality is Most of us ain't gonna make it rapping Most of us ain't gonna make it trapping Most of us ain't gonna make it playing ball Somebody ain't gonna see tomorrow But none of us is gonna be here as long as reality is I've been eating on the ocean With women I always wanted Reflecting on the times we was trapping off unemployment driving in my mama's corolla to get a quota thinking i can't wait to live how i live at the moment a nigga never lost focus i stayed on course so many wanted to be the jump man so they jumped off the porch bringing cleats to the court you playing the wrong sport that's why you never got your shot and forever coming up short you so in love with your mentality you miss reality niggas too worried about status instead of salary you think you gonna get the panties if you make a paddock freeze i could take a bitch to applebee she won't be mad at me perception is only a reflection of who you rather be it's clear niggas live in fear of their own mortality school of hard knocks i've never been in no academy cause i come from the bay where niggas learn to live with tragedy life is never really what it seems we expect more than we achieve plotting on another way to scheme you trapping when you could have made the league my nigga everybody got a dream but reality is most of us ain't gonna make it rapping most of us ain't gonna make it trapping most of us ain't gonna make it playing ball somebody ain't gonna see tomorrow but none of us is gonna be here as long as reality is i like the, i like simba because he gives me some jada kiss vibes yeah man I thought he was from New York originally. I really did until he was like, I'm a, I'm Cali. Cali. I'm like, he's from the Bay? Rapping like this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a New York influence in some way. Because 
I couldn't, I couldn't tell you from the day. I couldn't tell. You could not tell. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I was just like, wow, okay, well, if that's from the bay, what else is coming out the bay that hot? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Is that like something you pay attention a lot to is is specific region of where the music you're listening to is coming from? Yeah, because like you, you want to tap into certain places that you feel like that you can fit into. Like, Right now, we all know that in the industry, like mainstream, we all know that the South is winning. And that's because of Memphis. Memphis going stupid. Memphis is like whooping everybody's ass right now. And it's all coming from Gucci camp. Like Gucci Mane has built the new 1017. And <laughs> you got Yo, Yo Gotti with his group. In. But it's just like you got Pooh Shiesty, Big 30, Fujiano, Money Bad Yo, like they're all going crazy in this Memphis circle because they're all from Memphis. And you also got Key Glock. It's just Memphis is going insane. Like they're going crazy right now and they're making a whole lot of noise. Um, but the reasons that I look in, of course, is like the Bay Area, so like California. Um, but yeah, like I said, I fuck with Memphis. Um, I haven't really heard nobody from New York in a while because, like, a lot of new New York people just don't impress me like that. Um, from the Northwest, you got a couple people that I like. Like, I love Travis Thompson. Um, there's a kid named uh, Neves, Young Neves. He's from Washington. He's he's pretty dope. Uh, I can't think of nobody else right now. My mind is on a blank. You're good. You're good. But, I was um, just curious about like, yeah, if that was something you paid yeah, a lot of attention to. Like, yeah, when you when you find an yeah, artist, you're, sure. you're curious you about to. where it, where it comes from, and yeah, man, you got to. I mean, I think that the regional sounds definitely exist. You know, within all genres of music, but I feel like hip hop and rap have taken it to this other level where it's like very usually like something you can identify very quickly. And that's not always as clear maybe in other genres of music. So I love, I love how regional hip hop and rap can be in that way and, and just how an artist from a specific region really influences everything else from that region. Like they look up, you know, people look up to it heavy and, and just the impact that one artist can have that just like really shapes that region and like forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about like, like Travis Thompson, like, you got people that came up out of Washington, like Macklemore, but it's like Travis developed a sound that's different from the regular sound from where he's from. So with that being said, it's like people look up to him in that way because yeah. like of how dope he is. It's the same thing with Kenny Mason. It's like Kenny developed a sound from Atlanta. Like we we don't really hear that type of sound from from the Cannonsville, Georgia. Like we got Quando Rondo down there. 
We got G. We got the Migos. Like we got all this type of other stuff down there. Like we don't hear what Kenny. We don't hear Kenny Mason. Like that's just like a that's a once in a lifetime type of thing coming up from 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 Atlanta, Georgia. You know what right. I'm saying? Or from Georgia, period. So that's why I, I agree with you when you say regional things in, in hip hop is very important. It's true because it's plenty of sounds out here. Like it's so it's so much. And like I said, Memphis is kicking everybody's ass right now. Because <laughs> I, I'm telling you, bro, it's like because you can't go nowhere without listening to when you can't bro, <laughs> you can't you can't go nowhere at all without hearing Big Thirty or, or Fujiano or or uh, or Pooh Shiesty. Like you just you can't. Like you just can't. Like there's no way. And and that's why I said right now Memphis is like completely hot. Like it's hot as hell. Yeah, man. It's that it's fucking, hot. that it's the that southern flow is just undeniable. Like there's something undeniable yeah. about about that particular flow. There is a smoothness to it. And uh, yeah, just the way that some of those dudes, some of those people, just like lay it in the pocket. <clears throat> um, this is a slept-on record that I found out about recently that came out of that area in '94, '95 um, by this dude Shoddy Pimp, and it's called "Still oh, Coming okay. Real." It's called "Still Coming Real," and yeah, it's um. It's it's so good. It's it's just a a very a very cool vibe the the whole way through. But I was curious because just with the 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 music that you did throw at me for this uh, this playlist hang, um, I was curious what your thoughts were like on on some more lo-fi um, oh, style of rap. Just because like you yeah. you you came at. <clears throat> You brought you brought a lot of like big polished um music for this particular um grouping of songs, which is I'm about that too. But I was just curious, uh, you know, what your thoughts were on the kind of the lo fi yeah, genre like of hip hop. I fuck with the lo fi genre. I actually like the lo fi genre of hip hop a lot more than what people think. Like if we do boom bap lo fi, like that's just that's just shit that I fuck with heavy. Like one of my favorite rappers is Joey Badass. Like, oh, like he's in my top five. So, Love so you talking about lo-fi and, and boom bap shit, and I like the Grisdalia boys. Like them guys is going crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I love Freddie Gibbs. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I love Action Bronson. It's just those type of vibes I, I think are heavy. So yeah, I love lo-fi boom bap music. Like that's my shit for sure. Definitely. Yeah, man. So one of the things we we touched upon last time was was confidence and like getting the confidence to even get up for that first time and and rap in front of people for the first time or spit your poetry for the first time. So I was kind of curious where where you feel like your your confidence in your craft is at right now. Uh, right now, my confidence in my craft. Um, I mean, I've gotten better as far as like my flow and stuff like that. So it's like I'm confident about my flow now. Like at first, I was kind of shaky about it. Um, but I'm really, really confident 
in my hooks. Mm. Like the, some of the hooks that I come up with be off the fly and they sound really, really good. And I enjoy them. Now that's one thing I will say about my music that I, I kind of really, <laughs> really like is my hooks. Um, now I mean, my flow and stuff like that, that's debatable because sometimes I'll be like, my music ain't really that good. People be like, you, you don't smoke the shit. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just be like, eh. But the one thing I do really say that I'm confident about is my hooks. I will say that for sure. Yeah, man. It's tough to it's tough to listen to one of your your tunes and kind of not have that, that chorus running through your head, you know? And You know what's crazy, though? And, and, and a lot of other rappers could probably testify to this. I don't listen to my own music. Like, at all. Like, I don't listen to me. I don't. The only time I listen to me is when, like, I'm listening to a song to make sure it's right, makes it master-wise, or when I'm about to perform. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to get my lyrics down, make sure it's right. So that way, when I get on stage, I don't miss nothing. Because I don't use back vocals for my for live. So I uh, <laughs> I got to make sure my lyrics is right. And it's another, oh, when I listen to it like in the car or something, like again, for like mixing, mastering type of shit. But other than that, I don't listen to my music. I don't even have myself downloaded. Like, yeah, I don't listen to myself. <laughs> it's crazy. I know it's crazy. Like people gonna be like, "He tripping, no, But if you if you talk to a lot of artists, they gonna be like, "I don't listen to me." Yeah, I I, I, I think that that's like a pretty common thing for a lot of people. They don't want to they don't want to listen to themselves. Um, yeah, and then you're I don't know when you're listening back to yourself, you're always being so critical about things you would have liked to have changed and and things of of that nature. It's kind of like hard to listen to it from the perspective of uh fresh ears i guess i was yeah for sure was uh was that a conscious decision kind of from the get-go of performing live that you didn't want to have backing tracks when you were performing live no so when i first started i did use backing tracks because i have terrible memory this is what it is but uh (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I pretty much used backing tracks, and, you know, I just thought it was like that. And then uh, there's a guy that I'm close to named Leon Lamont. He's a DJ here, but uh, he, he's a hip-hop guru, and he pretty much taught me how to perform without backtracks. He's like, you got to memorize your music. He was like, it hits harder on stage when you're – literally singing the lyrics or rapping the lyrics to the people because it's like their playlist literally rapping those lyrics to them. They don't they can go in their car and listen to your audio all day, but when you're actually reciting those lyrics to them, it hits harder. And he's got a point. So ever since then it's like I learned how to do my lyrics without backtracks. Now if I have to use backtracks, is because the song is fairly, fairly new. Right. And you just don't have or, an instrumental yet for it. Like, I would it. just use it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or it's, or it's because uh, I would use, like, them for my ad-libs. Like, because I don't want to use, I don't want to say my ad-libs 
every time I'm rapping, like, nah, so. Right. Like, my ad libs are where, like, where I'm punching at or something. But for the most part, I don't use backing tracks on uh, live sets because you want them people to be engaged with you when you're rapping. Yeah, because man. That's just, that's just how it is. It, it, right. make, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Now, there's people out here that are kill sets with backtracks. You know what I'm saying? They have done that. Like, if you use backtracks, I don't have a if you do it, you do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But me personally, I don't use backtracks. I would, yeah, I, I'm sure that I've seen, you know, a couple people do a decent job having the backing tracks, but that shit takes me out of it a lot of the time when when the, you know, I'm a, I'm about like when you throw the backing tracks um for the hook, you know, just to give it some more depth. You know, if you don't have somebody else like uh, singing the hook with you or, you know, maybe there's a feature, there's a feature on the record and you still want to play it, but the person's not there or whatever, you know, like those types of circumstances. But yeah, the backing track can be a killer sometimes and a, a, like a bat, like a game killer. <laughs> like, um, it can just, uh, yeah, it gives it a certain feel to it. You know, it's like somebody... I think I think for maybe like the casual music listener, they might even see it as this thing of like karaoke to some degree. It's like, oh, you're just like putting your track on and then you're singing along with it. And uh, but like you said, you know, if if you do it, you do it. I'm I'm not like 100 percent out, but you're going to have to like put on some sort of performance to uh convince me that, that, yeah, that yeah. this is gonna be engaging if you're gonna if you're gonna go out there with the backtracks. Right, right. You gotta have to put on one hell of a show. And, and and that's understandable. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Um like I said, some people be like, well I'll put on a break show with my backtracks and it's like I'm sure you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to the fans it's just like they 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 will I've heard people literally tell me if I want to listen to that song, I'll go play it in my car and listen to your audio. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to come to the show at this point if you're just going to do that. Like, I've heard fans say it. And yeah. it's like, they weren't even my show. So that's why I'm just like, damn, you know, like, ooh, that's kind of that's kind of heavy when people tell, when people are saying, hey, like, you know, we'd rather have you sing it. Like, we want to hear you sing this shit. You know? So. Yeah, I mean, I'm by no means an authority, but as someone that really enjoys going to see live music, um, and you know, has booked live music in the past, you know, I just cannot stress enough to those those young performers have the instrumentals to your tracks before, like when you're gonna start performing. You know, maybe it's good to you know give it a go with the backing tracks those first couple times just to give you some more comfort around it. But I think, uh, I think when you have those, those instrumentals with, you know, with the hook still in there or something, you really give people something different and they feel like you're doing something even more special. Like, like you were saying, you know, they're seeing you recite these words right in front of them and you don't need this, this guide behind you. Like you're in the song. It's like, I mean, it's like sometimes you can do things live that, you know what I'm saying, you can't do on tracks. So you can, it's just certain things you can do live that 
that'll wow people more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do a lot of things. Like, you don't have to do the backtrack. Like, you just, you can do, you can do certain other things without it. Like, without it, I feel like you're more free. Because now it's like, if you're saying words, you can bend your voice one way. You can have them recite the song to you. You know what I'm saying? You can can do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's what some artists don't get. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I said, I'm not knocking them for doing the backtracks. If you want, if you do it, hey, you do it. If because because some of these people have backtracking, and their show is like top notch. Like, right, right. Hey, do do what you got to do. But I feel like, in my opinion, that when you don't have the backtracking, I mean the backtracks, uh, it's it's a better feeling mm -hmm. for you and the people that you perform in front of. Yeah, I agree, and I also agree with what you're saying that there's like. When you do have those tracks playing, there's no really there's it doesn't leave you a lot of room to to improvise or maybe try something new. Like you're saying, even if it's just bending a word a different way, maybe you feel like you want to deliver something different. When you're doing it over the track, like if you don't do it the way the track sounds, then you have some some weird shit going on. So, um, but yeah. It is what it is, I guess. If if uh, yeah, <laughs> if you yeah, different artists do different yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, and um, it's not like nobody's ever not done like a great show with using right. tracks. You know, for some people, it really right. works. Um, and uh, I'm just with you. I'm in the I'm in the other camp. I want to I want to see people do it without without them. Right, I sure do. Um, let's talk about blast. Blast is this hey. this blast record has been something I've been listening to a lot since it came out. I was I was very pumped on this record when I found it. This No Love Lost album. Yeah, man, Blast is another one out the bay. So like him and Simba are <clears throat> two dope artists out the bay, and like they're killing shit, especially Blast. Like, man, Blast is gonna be very very huge very very soon because he just he's another one that has the sound is just so damn dope and it's so different oh yeah you know what i'm saying it's a vibe like it's a it's a complete vibe I, like i said i so this is the artist that i found on my homie's instagram so uh my homie big ja who's a comedian shout out big ja he um he had posted blast on his Instagram one day and was like he was vibing to this hard like he he's like I've been jamming to this like for a minute and I can't stop listening to it yeah and then at the time Blast had dropped the video for it um what's that song called you ain't even got to say it but uh, uh that's that song and I I was completely blown I'm like what the fuck is like <laughs> oh man all good music is coming out the bay right now. So I caught a vibe with him, and man, it was his then. I was like, I love Blast. I love Blast. I love Blast. I I, I really fuck with him. Like, he he is definitely one of the best coming out the bay right now. Yeah, like for real. And I saw like he he spent a lot of time in L.A. too. So I don't know if he like splits his time between the Bay Area and Los Angeles, but um, right, right, right. This, it's one of the two. Yeah, it's one of the two. This dude's flow is 
out of control. It's so fucking good. And I was just talking to my my buddy Harvey Bird, who is an incredible artist out of Portland, Oregon. Um, we were listening to this record the other day, and he was just talking about how much, you know, he kind of digs how short the songs are on the Blast record, you know? You just catch this vibe for like two and a half minutes. You're in and you're out. And it's, yeah, and it is very cool. And, uh, yeah, that it's this Hurt song that you uh, that you threw at me is is definitely a good one. Like the keys line on this is is really dope. And then also just the the lyrical content on this one. You know, this is like one of those tracks that totally makes sense for me, you know, speaking with you of like, oh yeah, this is a this is a song that definitely would connect heavy. It's just like lots of perspective, looking inward, just really vulnerable lyrics on this one. Yeah, man, I really, I really like this song a lot because I can relate to some of the things he's saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people that you can't wait on because, like, you got to hustle back and you got to do your own thing. It hurts, but it is what it is. Some people betray you because they envious and all this other shit. Like, and when he, the way he's saying it is, like, you're going to see it one day. And when you see it, it's going to hurt. And I, and it makes, it's, it's going to suck. I'm not going to lie. It's going to suck, but. That's just what it is. And that song really got to me. That, like, it was that song when before the album came out, it was that song and the first song. Uh, I can't, I can't, uh, what is that song called? I wish I knew what the song was called. I can't think of it right now. I'm drawing blanks. But uh, I think it's called No Love. I think it's called No Love. So, between no, it was those two songs that was only out at the time on the album, like before, like the pre-order, and I, I was like, oh yeah, I like this dude a lot. So, yeah, I, I, man, shout out to Blast, bro, because yeah, I need to do something with you too one day, because boy, you got some pain in your lyrics, and I, I feel it. So yeah, and this is I just like this is just uh, one of the best. I think rap records to come out in you know in recent time so definitely check out this blast record we're gonna play this track hurt off the uh no love lost record I show nothing but love to you Niggas looking for sun to do Throw me under a bus too Only ride if I bust a move I can't sit around waiting on niggas That just ain't what a hustler do Not the type to be comfortable Switch it up and do something new I don't know when to call to quit Ain't a hundred you counterfeit And you gotta watch your back To be the niggas you counted with I know it really don't sound legit I had to see with my own too Niggas don't know what I'm going through Yeah, I ain't gon' hold you Man, this shit got me hurt for real Got this shit out the dirt for real I'd rather work than chill Give me the strategy the type of shit make you wanna go crack the seal Pop the pill, not for real I can never go backwards Put the pieces perfect with the passion Why me turn the bucket to an action Bought it, pushed it, started fasting You'll see better, I'm finna do the dashing Harley, but she's telling me go faster I don't wanna see me ever crash the wall And drop the ball, but gas it What if I run it up and they act the phony Grab a 40, then pack it on me Know I'm sounding dramatic on me I can't put nothing past the homie I've been dealing with facts only I've been dealing with family only Why you wanna turn back? 
was on me Feel like they want to Al Capone me Gotta keep something fat on me I can never go back, pony I show nothing but love to you Niggas looking for something to do Throw me under a bus or two Only ride if I bust a move I can't sit around waiting on niggas That just ain't what a hustler do Not the type to be comfortable Switch it up and do something new I don't know when to call or quit Ain't a honey you counterfeit And you gotta watch your back To be the niggas you count it with I know it really don't sound legit I had to see with my own two Niggas don't know what I'm going through yeah. I ain't gon' hold you Man, this shit got me hurt for real That ending though the uh, That shit got me hurt for real all right, man. Yeah, she got me hurt for real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I understood all that. I was like, man, I, bro, <laughs> I get it. When you said I can't wait around, wait that nigga, that shit got me uncomfortable. I I understand. Like, you can't wait on people because you gotta you gotta keep moving forward, man. If, if people behind, if people that are in your camp not trying to move forward, and they don't want to go through what they like. You can't just sit there and wait and try to help them. They gotta help themselves too. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what a lot of people just don't understand. Like, in order for you to grow, you gotta want to grow. Yeah. So. Agree. I understood what he was saying, man. Yeah. I completely understood what he was saying. That's why I respect him so much. I respect him as an artist. I respect him for what he wrote in the lyrics, for sure. Yeah, I was checking out an interview with him, and he was talking about the just his dedication to himself and into this into this project, you know, into his craft, and how you know he had been doing it for a while. And there was just like no way that he could turn his back on himself and what he had put in, you know, all this energy he had put in to his music and that, you know, he just hit this, this next level of dedication to it, which is probably, you know, it's gotta be the, gotta be the roots of like some of the shit you're talking about is just, you know, moving forward is probably going to affect like some relationships. And I know there's like a big, like romantic relationship that exists like on that record that he's like working through. It seems like it's deteriorating. So like, I'm, I'm sure there's some like correlation with that of just him wanting to like really push forward with what he was doing. And you know, the amount of time and energy that that's going to take or take away from other relationships. That shit's heavy, man. It is. And that's the thing, like when you're doing when you're doing music, it's a lot of people that's gonna hate you for not spending enough time with them because all you want to do is work on your craft. Yeah. And then there are some people that are gonna ride with you because they understand the vision that you have, and they want to see you win. You know what I'm saying? They want to see this manifest into something great. But the people that are trying to hold you back and are doubting and they trying to stay grounded where they're at, they they could they gonna hold you back at the end of the day and they're gonna hurt you more than help you. 
So you got to be the one to be like, you know what? This person is hurting me more than they're helping me. I got to keep moving forward. I just can't, like, I can't go back to square one. I've came too far. I didn't put too much time, money, effort, like, my blood, sweat, and tears into this. And I'm not feeling nobody just ruin this because they they want to be selfish. So, and I think that's what Blast is also is teaching people, too. It's like, you got to be selfish with yourself sometimes. You got to be selfish with you. And if you're selfish with you sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you'll get work done. And you'll get the things that you want because you worked hard for it. And you know what? I, I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. For sure. And hopefully, you know, those things help you kind of be like the best person you can be, which is kind of good for everyone around you. But I think you're right, man. Like you got to like whether it's music or anything that you're really dedicated to, there are some at times, you know, relationships can suffer because of that. And uh, luckily, you know, hopefully you have some people that just kind of, like you said, just like really ride for you and maybe give you that, that space and that leniency, you know, to just like know that you're, you're trying to do your thing. And and sometimes that takes a lot of your energy, but on the flip side, I think it's like really important to, you know, check in with those people that maybe you're, you know, every once in a while some space is created. I think it's important to, you know, check in with those people and kind of like let them know that you acknowledge that this, this thing that you're dedicated to does take a lot of time and energy. And sometimes, uh, shit does get disconnected and whatnot, you know? There was a quote that I read not too long ago that said, I'm done loving the people that I love, but I'm going to show the love to the people that love me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, the people that I love, they don't love me like that because they don't care about what I got going on over here. They only care about themselves. Where the people that love me, they like really love me, like they check on me and they want me to do better. It's like, why am I neglecting them? Like I should be showing them as much love as I was doing the people that ain't showing me shit. So that's that's just one of the things that I personally had to do is cut the people off that I love and fuck with the people that love me and show them that same type of love that I was showing the people that was going to hurt me. You know? It's a lot of life lessons that we learn as we get older. And I feel that um, as we go on in life, whatever we do, whatever we do, whether it's rap or uh, doing our daily jobs or, you know, just acting, whatever that you do, you learn a lot about people and who your real friends are, who are really in your circle who are really, like, dedicated to you. And then you learn the people that are just there because they just want to come up. And it's just like, no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You'll find all that shit out. You, uh, 
you seem to have a pretty fucking good head on your shoulders, man. You, for how old you are, like you seem to like you you uh, look at life like through a lot of different perspectives, and you've obviously been through some shit that is probably you know I would imagine has shifted your perspective on more than one occasion. So I was I've I've enjoyed these chats that we've had. You know, I've had like these two interactions with you, but I feel like we always, um, we, we end up talking about these, these meaningful themes. Yeah, man. Like I said, it's just when, when you come across people and they're legit and genuine, you don't feel that. Mm -hmm. So anytime that we have a conversation, it's, it's legit and it's genuine because you're a really good person to me. And vice versa, you know. So I enjoy talking to you because you 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 talk of the wise and you talk with you know what I'm saying sincere. And I really 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 enjoy being on this podcast because it's a really really good podcast, and I love chopping it up with you for real. Appreciate it, man. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak to how wise I am. I don't know. I don't think that that's a real thing. <laughs> I appreciate that. I you think th- you I, are, man. I think you are. I appreciate I you are, that. You... I really do. <laughs> um, talk to me about this dude, NF, out of Mi- Michigan. Uh, the Midwest dude that you uh, that you put me on to here. I, I didn't know about NF. I, I checked out his stuff since and it looks like he's got a pretty large following, so he definitely doesn't need any sort of bump here from this fucking goofy podcast that we're doing. But um NF is completely new to me, so talk talk to me about how you found him and uh just like what you dig about his music. So man, I always get like real sensitive about this this subject because yeah so uh, I found NF on YouTube as well um and ever since I've listened to him it's like it's it's a it's only a few artists that I feel like if we were friends, we would be very, very, very close friends. Not because of the music. Not because of who we're connected by. It would be because of the engagement that we would have if we had a conversation or if we were just around each other. NF, I feel like, is a very, very, very legit person who battles with himself a lot. Same thing with me and the same thing with other a few other artists that I really, really enjoy. Um, but NF is like... He battles with himself. It's been I've listened to him so much. I learn something new every time I listen to him. 
when I when I was listening to his uh, album, he was doing an interview. He was talking to somebody, and he 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 made me learn a lesson that I I obviously thought that was crazy. He said that he he charted on Billboard. He has this huge following of people. He's he's just done every he's sought out all these damn shows. Everything he wanted, he got, but there was something still missing. Classic story, man. Like, like something was missing, and it was like, if this is it, then I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do this. And I felt that because it's like, it doesn't matter how much money you rake in, it don't matter how many shows you done sold out, it don't matter how many times you done charted on billboards. If your happiness, if your mental state isn't in line at all with yourself, none of that shit matters. And that's the thing about NF is like, I think he's at a point where he is happy. The man's about to have a child. Like, he's about to have a child. He's married. He's happy. I think I think he's happy, but sometimes even in that moment, he's just like he still got to weave and jab because it's like it's certain things still trying to come at him that's like trying to disturb his peace. And I wish I could have to talk to him and just be like, bro, man, if you could just find one piece of peace, I guarantee you you'll be fine. It's the same thing I feel about me. It's like, if we can just find some peace somewhere, we'd be fine. But it's like, we 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 all know, we both know, and you know what I'm saying, that regardless of how, how much we do in life, how much peace we try to find, there will always be something that's trying to distract us. But I think he's handling it now. And like I said, it's just certain artists that I feel a personal connection to, like, it's only a few. A lot of them I'll just be like, I would kick it with them and, you know, things like that. We'd be cool and stuff. But a lot, I feel like I have a personal connection to where it's like we'd be hella close as friends because I understand them and they would understand me. And NF is very, very special. His music is very, very uh, touching. It's, it's life-changing. And I think all around, he's just one hell of a human being. He's just one hell of a hell of a human being that I feel um, has been not mistreated, but people that listen to him sometimes, like parents or even some of the older generation, they don't fully understand him. Like they're not understanding him because they're not trying to give him a chance. If you understand what I'm saying. Like the kids that listen to him, 
And there are parents that, you know what I'm saying, probably react with their kids, and they feel like he's just, well, he's, he doesn't love God. He says he loves God. It's like you have no idea what it is to walk with someone for so long, and then when he don't talk to you no more, you're confused. You have no idea what that feels like. You have no idea what it feels like to be with a person for so long and you feel like you won't, that you haven't given up on them, but they're giving up on themselves and they commit suicide. You don't know how that feels. You don't know how it feels to wake up with everything in your possession, $100,000 in your hand. Right now, like $100,000 in your hand. And you got a tour next week. But you feel empty because it's like, bruh, I don't know if this is like, I don't know if it's me at this point or, or am I not doing something right? Like, you have no idea. Which is why I say, when I write, it's therapeutic. When he writes, it's an outlet. So it's just like, it all ties in together, which is why I say he's a very special artist. I feel like he's more loved than what he knows. Mm. Like he don't understand how much his music impacts me. So for him to write records like these and they come out as far as they are and they impactful, it's like, bro, you are very, very special and you have a gift that you know you have it, but you you're afraid i wouldn't say he's afraid but i'm just saying like you you don't know exactly how much impactful it really really is you know but you don't know so that's how i feel about nf as like a whole yeah it's definitely some emotional driven music you know and seems like there's a lot of therapeutic elements to it so just another track that you know, made sense to me that it would it would uh, it would be something that resonated with you. My stress is very, very relatable. So it's just like I said, man. Even that song alone is just powerful. Yeah, powerful. Absolutely. So yeah, man, powerful. Well, this is definitely one that you turned me on to. So this is NF. This is my stress off the, the search record. Yeah. Some days I just want to leave the negativity in my head. I just want relief from my stress. I just want relief from my stress. Some days I don't want to see or have a bunch of people to impress. I just want relief from my stress. Yeah, I just want relief from my stress. Late nights, staring out the window doing 85. Got my state of mind. Yeah, walking on that gray line, hoping that my stress dies. It's like I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Pressure pushing me from all sides. Insecurities of all kinds. Yeah, I'm a hostage to my own pride. Most important things in life to me are things I know I can't buy. Yeah. Phases. I'm not in the mood yet to meet another stranger I'm not in the mood yet to have a conversation 
and then talk about a bunch of things that I don't feel amazed with Getting too close to me, woo, could be dangerous I don't like that energy, I leave the situation All this negativity that I can't get away from All this negativity I think I need a break from I'm thankful, but some days I just wanna leave the negativity in my head I just want relief from my stress I just want relief from my stress Some days I don't wanna see or have a bunch of people to impress I just want relief from my stress Yeah, I just want relief from my stress Yo, this life got my head spinning Wonder what I'd do if I knew these were my last minutes Wonder if I had a week to live, would I stay tripping? Wasting every day that I had left trying to sell tickets Or maybe call my dad, say I love him and laugh with him Take a couple days and get away from this fast living I don't love my work the way I did, man This whole business has got me feeling jaded Friends I had, now they act different It's all switching, whoa, yeah it's pretty hard to watch Things you used to love Turn to things that you wish you forgot Real moments That make you question the things that you want It's got me growing mentally But stressing me out till I drop Over the top That's where I live on a daily basis I always find a way to find the bad in good situations It's sad, huh? Yeah I live my life on the edge Don't want the meds I'm just trying to get relief from my stress, you know? Some days I just want to leave the negativity in my head I just want relief from my stress I just want relief from my stress Some days I don't wanna see or have a bunch of people to impress I just want relief from my stress Yeah, I just want relief from my stress These stress levels are not healthy I'm waiting for that call Saying records are not selling I wonder when this all disappears and they forget me Will I feel like I found who I was to be more empty I wonder was I wrong thinking this is where God led me Or did I get involved with something that was too heavy I drive until I'm lost and just sit in my car yelling My inner critic talks I'm just hoping that God helps me to stop stressing Yeah. Some days I just wanna leave the negativity in my head. I just want relief from my stress. I just want relief from my stress. Some days I don't wanna see or have a bunch of people to impress. I just want relief from my stress. Yeah, I just want relief from my stress. So like a month ago you hit me up. And you told me you had this new track called 90 and you, uh, you gave me a sneak peek version of it. And, uh, just immediately I was, I was like, Oh, this is the hype track right here. Yeah, man. Who 90, uh, is different. I, I'll say that it's very different. Um, when I, when I first heard the beat for it, Shout out to Saint and guys at Katana. Um, they collabed on that on that beat. I heard it and I was just like, it's so crazy that I heard that beat months ago, like months ago. And I was just like, put it on the back burner. And then one day I heard it again. And I just said, I gotta write to this. Gotta write to it. I gotta write to it. I gotta write to it. And when I wrote to it, man. I felt like I was on fire. Mm. Like it was, it was that hype of a damn song. <laughs> it's like I was on fire, and I really like that song. I really, I really do enjoy that song. Actually, at first I didn't really like it for real, but like now, 
as I've done so much with it, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. I think that it's different though for real, for real. It's really, really different. Yeah. I think that the that fire kind of comes through in in what was captured on the recording. Like to me, it captures a lot of confidence from you, and I think that comes across in the lyrics too. Yeah. You know, you got that line of embracing myself on this lonely road. Yep. And and some of the yep. things that you're Embra- you're really speaking now. speaking to there. Yeah, for sure. Try to stay positive. Sick of all the what I say. Uh, I'm sick of all the politics. I'm done with all of it. That was that was that was real. <laughs> I'm sick of all these politics in this game. I'm trying to stay positive. Right. The haters want opposite. You know. So I, and then when I said uh, I'm just trying to unify people from all different sides. That's real. Um, it, it's just a lot of things that I said in that song. Is just like. Sheesh, he he had to let some he had to let some off his head. Like, <laughs> what was he thinking? He had to let some off his brain because a lot of things I said in that song. It's a lot. It's a lot of things I said in that song. Sometimes there's songs like that that I just be letting like a lot of stuff go and it just fall all type of ways. Everybody's be like, "What was the point of this?" And it was just like, well, I just had to talk my shit. Well, you know, it was just in my head. I just had to let it go because if I'd have kept it there, we'd be in trouble. And yeah, so <laughs> I'm glad this song came out as good as it did. I mean, that's what you do, right? That's how you. This is how you you process the world. Is you you write this shit down and then you, you know, you spit it out on the on the tracks. Yeah, man. Ah. It's a lot of it's a lot of backstories behind a lot of those lyrics, and people just won't understand unless you know me personally. But it's like, man, it, it who we like genius couldn't couldn't catch up with that type of shit if they wanted to. Like if genius was to hit me up, like, what did you say? I'd <laughs> be like, I got. It. I mean, I also break that down to you because yeah, like also some. Some things are better left like as a mystery. And I think like also, um, you know, people don't necessarily, I, I don't think they need to necessarily know the specifics of everything that you're talking about because the lyrics, um, not knowing those things are relatable. It's relatable without knowing the ins and outs of everything. And it like also leaves room for people to connect to it in their own way and however you know however it makes them feel because you know and that's the thing about music yeah that's the thing about music it's all about interpretation for sure how you interpret it for sure one of my favorite parts of that that track is uh is the towards the end of it when everything rewinds it's like a movie man it's like one of those movie scenes where it hits a certain point of the movie and you see this rewind of everything that you've seen. And that's like that's what that made me feel like when I when I heard it for the first time. And then it also I really like how it incorporates uh that section of the intro back into it. Cause you have that that kind of like avant garde intro that doesn't really have a feel like the rest of the song. Once it gets into it, it kind of abandons that 
that sound in the beginning, but then you finally tie it back in at the end and it, it gives it such a cool feel. Exactly, man. That's exactly what I was going for. Like that's the thing. I'll be I'll be going for certain things that I feel like people would enjoy. So when uh I heard the beat and it had the rewind in there, I'm like, oh this is this is something I gotta use. So I'm glad it made sense and tied in for real because that's exactly what I wanted. And like I said, man, I'm I'm proud of this song. And hopefully it, it does some numbers and I hopefully it, it impacts some people and hopefully people fuck with it for real. Because I really do like this song myself. For sure, man. Well, you know, your music and what you're doing all seems to come from a genuine place so i'm i'm sure it will connect with people for sure man yeah absolutely for sure for sure i'm glad you like it too though i'm i'm really glad that you enjoyed it for real yeah it's a cool track man i was wondering if you were i appreciate it yeah and like you said i do feel like it had it had a different feel than maybe some of the stuff that you had had done prior and you seem like someone that like mm-hmm. just kind of wants to keep advancing and explore different things that you haven't done before. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what other realms you kind of move into, you know, and what, what oh, other producers man. you start oh, working man. with. And, and, you know, I, I just feel like you're, you're not somebody that's going to, you know, find themselves in one, one area of yeah. the genre. You, I can't I, see the thing is with people would be like, Retro don't melt like retro got a whole lot of layers. It's like, yeah, because I don't like staying in one box. Right. I don't. I don't like being in a box. It's like one track you gonna hear some boom bap. Next track, the next track you might hear some metal. The next track you might hear um, um some jazz and funk type deal. Like you just don't know with me. Like you just, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing every single time. So that, that's that's the thing about me because I like all types of genres of music. So it's like when I hear something I like, you know, I'm a, I'm a fuck with it. I'm a fuck with the best way I can, and that's that's just how I am, man. Like I just love music. I love music. For so sure, anytime man. Anytime I do anything on wax, is it's gonna be different. Always gonna be different. Well, I know this track doesn't come out on the streaming platforms until February 26th, right? Yeah, yep, for sure, for but, sure. But we're gonna play this thing out with the, you know, with this new '90 track. So I'm excited to kind of give people uh, a little early listen on it if they're tuning into this thing. Getting the <laughs> getting the Dan Cable presents premiere yeah, of uh, Retro Champs '90. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, this is a great track. So if uh, if you dig what you hear. You can save it, you know, on your Apple Music or your Spotify's or whatever. Just give this dude a follow and keep up with what he's doing. Go back in the catalog, check out some of the other releases, and there's a bunch of videos up that you can see of uh, Retro Champ. So I'll put all the links in the episode notes so people can uh, can keep up with you, man. I'm glad you I'm glad you reached out. I'm glad we're keeping in contact. Of like I said, I've enjoyed these. I've enjoyed these chats, dude. Yeah, for sure, man. I had to hit you up again, bro. I was like, you know, I gotta hit up DC and talk to him because the last conversation we had, I enjoyed it, and I, I want to do it again. So I'm like, I gotta bug him real quick. <laughs> and uh, you know, 
because I because the content that you do is like I really think it's very very enjoyable, and uh, you keep doing your thing, man, <laughs> for real. Because I, I like tuning into your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because you be your your interviews are different. So I I really respect what you do, and like I said, keep going, man, keep grinding, and keep doing your thing too, because you're really really dope for real. Appreciate it, man, and and likewise sure. to you. Keep doing your thing, Thank and, you, and uh, yeah, just keep exploring and keep fucking doing things outside of the box oh, yeah, and doing box, doing what uh, feels good for you, because it's, it's oh yeah, uh, absolutely, man. Yeah, it's ringing, it's ringing true right now, and uh, yeah, I just I enjoy it, and uh, yeah, just enjoy these these talks. So I hope everybody uh, checks out your music, and you know if they. If they like what they heard here, they should go back and and listen to the uh, the other chat that we did about six months ago. Thanks. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Retro Champ. You can subscribe to me on YouTube at Retro Champ, uh, Facebook at the Retro Champ, and Twitter at the Retro Champ. You can find my music everywhere. It's on all streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You can do a little TikTok. You can do, you can do everything. You know what I'm saying? It's everywhere <laughs> now. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My music is out. Go fuck with it. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you for allowing me to come back on here and having us, you know what I'm saying, talk again, bro. Like I, like I said, I really, really, really appreciate it. And I really like talking to you. And like I said, I respect what you do. And I cannot wait to come out to Oregon one day to do a show, a podcast, just whatever. Hell yeah, man. You know you you gotta you got a place to stay anytime out here if you're cruising through. And uh it was cool getting to just like hear some tracks that have been inspiring you and talk to you about some of the 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 artists that you've been digging and uh yeah, just to get to talk with you more, man. I'm I'm stoked for uh people to hear this track and i'll put those links in the episode notes like i said so uh people can track you down and what you're doing uh we end every episode of the podcast with the guests of the show saying the tagline which is it's a program so if we could get the retro champ it's a program we can uh properly end this thing man <laughs> yeah you already know what it is it's retro champ and this it's a program he nailed it everybody that's retro champ <laughs> Uh, thanks for doing the yes, thing sir. again, man. This was super fun. And uh, we're going to play it out with the new track from Retro Champ. The sneak peek, the premiere. It's called 90. That's the Jelly Jams. And we'll catch you on the flip side Portland, St. Louis, wherever you're listening to it from. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. That was fun, man. Another good chat.
these niggas acting real funny. I'm raising my eyebrow like I am the rock. Told them I want it all, I don't want less. Okay. Fuck stress, I'm on stage trying to get lit. I'm the recipe that every motherfucker need, cause I'm cooking up shit that I have, you think? Champ is down the ride, this is do or die. First they doubted me, now they say I'm hot. Fucking nine to five, I'm just trying to thrive. All you rappers lie, blowing sky high. Focused on the track, I'm the outcast, and I'm in my back, can't finish last. Trying to stay positive, haters won't obviously sick of all the politics. I'm done with all of it. I'm just trying to unify people from all different sides. Oh girl used to diss my name, now she give me that ooh la la. Moving different with my plan, showing love and counting bands. Champ be snapping once again, ain't nobody stopping him. Embracing myself on this lonely road. Mama scared that I'ma sell my soul. Well, this ain't that, cause I will never ever fall.